0: Hey there, cats and kittens! Welcome to Bold Nights Out, the premiere podcast about things to do in and around Pittsburgh. Get the scoop on where to eat, drink, and get seen. Stay tuned! All right, hey cats and kittens! We are back for another episode of Bold Nights Out. How are we
1: doing? We're doing quite well. Uh Yeah? Yeah. Hanging out here, uh, talking to these good folks about where to go and what to do this week.
0: Sound like a commercial.
1: I'm sorry. I'm just tagging with you.
0: Oh. Oh, it's okay. So, welcome
1: to this week again. Um, yeah. Did everybody enjoy the home opener? Did everybody enjoy the first baseball weekend in Pittsburgh, even though the home opener was snowy and cold? Um, the
0: home opener was snowy and cold, and then we literally had three se- We had all four seasons in three days.
1: We did. We did. We had to, uh We had, we had like,
0: out. fall, and then we had winter, which was that night, yeah. and then the next day we had spring, which turned into Oh, and then Sunday was summer.
1: Yeah, and then Monday, summer as well, um... Which is nice because all the patios downtown were wide open, people eating and drinking on them, and so forth. It was awesome. Um, So we're coming. If you like
0: flies in your soup,
1: well, I'm just teasing. I was just
0: listening to people complain about it.
1: As a diner, and I want to sit on a patio, I'm going to expect some stuff. As a server and bartender, and you're going to come be like, I got a fly in my drink. It's like, well, you're sitting outside. What do you expect? I just
0: put a napkin over my drink.
1: That works, too. Usually the napkin over your drink, do you know what that means? Pro tip, by the way. What? Napkin over your drink means that I'm stepping away to go to the bathroom or smoke a cigarette. I'll be right back. Please don't take it. Really? Yes.
0: Pro tip, it also means fly, don't go, my fucking beer.
1: That, too. <laughs> <laughs> In the meantime, what are you drinking tonight? Because you're having a beverage. I am. I'm just
0: having some Grand Marnier.
1: Because we know everybody loves Grand Marnier, especially Amanda.
0: Well, I needed to relax a little bit tonight, so it's a sipping. What is it even? I don't even know. what It's is. a
1: um an orange cognac from France.
0: I thought it was a bourbon. No. Oh, it is a cognac. It's Not an orange bad. cognac
1: from France. Uh, it's quite tasting delicious. It's eighty proof. Um, good orange flavor. It makes Amanda quite relaxed. So that's why I like it when she has it. So,
0: which will lead into the story later on. Uh oh. <laughs> About how I got a little too relaxed at the taco place this weekend. Well, I mean,
1: <laughs> especially when she's like, I'll just have that Manhattan. Or no, oh, old fashioned. You ordered the old fashioned, and you're like, this is really good. And then after the first one, you were like, that was really good. I'm going to have another one. You're like, why is this so good? And why am I like so chill? I'm like, did you read what was in it? But we'll go into Let's that later. we
0: story later because it gets more and it gets more hilarious than that. But what are you having tonight? Are you having something Pittsburgh?
1: I am not. Ugh,
0: um, we have failed you
1: um, as Pittsburgh podcasters. Well, well the reason beer. why we have failed you is because I'm actually drinking my favorite beer of all time. And if you give me a desert island and said you could have one beer for the rest of your life, this would be it. That beer
0: sucks. You love it. I just want to ruffle your feathers.
1: Uh, It's uh, Mojo Rising from Boulder Brewing. Of course, Boulder's in Colorado. Um, It's a double IPA. It's 10%. It's beautiful. It only comes out once a year, so I only get to have it pretty much the months of like march and april and it's gone unless i buy a case and hide it for myself which i bought a case before and tried to hide it for myself but it didn't work out um but i do have a little sidecar of a little bit of bourbon over here and we won't talk about whose bourbon it is because they don't really matter that much so it's not a good bourbon by the way it's like a twelve dollar (laughs) bottle It's just something to sip on, something to drink that I don't get mad about while I drink a bottle of it in three days, you know. Mm. Help me. The death look I just, just got. Just help me. Drink the bottle of bourbon in three days, the death look I got. Whatever. Anyway, um, so it's, it, it's another night for us to uh, record for you folks, uh, have a couple beverages, and uh, What's going on this week and so forth? And Well, where are we, we going to send people to eat this week? Where are we going to send people to eat this week? Because you know what? We went to a You're show. You're just not
0: even reading the notes at no, this uh, point. No, like, I
1: am reading <laughs> Pay uh, attention. I just got smacked in the head. Just, uh, you got anyway, denozoed. I did denozoed. He just got gib-slapped. Uh-oh. Uh, okay. But no, we went to a show on Friday night.
0: Oh, yeah, we went and saw Shit Face Shakespeare, which we were telling everybody to go see, and apparently everybody did because <laughs> the place was
1: packed. It was sold out in the standing room only.
0: Yeah, it was really, really cool. And um
1: It was at the August Wilson it Center was if you didn't hilarious get
0: to go. And fun. They had a party, they had food trucks, they had beer they had a great hilarious show filled with lewd and sexual and swearing and a guy got completely drunk he was so drunk it was hilarious
1: hence shit A shakespeare
0: and so. it was amazing like and he performed um he, or he attempted to perform a midsummer night's dream which is my favorite play
1: so, so basically they take a bunch of um classically trained Shakespearean actors and they get one of them completely hammered and he's basically the lead role in this and uh it was quite interesting it was it was quite funny uh it was awesome I liked it a lot that's the best way I saw Shakespeare but uh
0: I've seen Shakespeare other ways that were hilarious like the unabridged Shakespeare um, company was always funny in the 90s Um, they haven't been around I haven't seen them around for a while but that was really humorous it was it was quite humorous, humorous twist and there was audience participation of course like one person got a horn and another person got a like
1: a gong, gong. Yeah. and that
0: meant that they had to drink more somebody got a puke bucket just in case he puked um but and there was a lot of sexualness in that mo-
1: that uh, Well, play. well, when we sat in the seats before the curtains even rose, and the trees with penises. Oh my god! Yeah, I forgot about the trees and intertwined people painted to make look like trees. And you look at them, you're like, "Oh, look at the trees are painted." But then you look at them further, and you're like, "Wait, that's a bunch of penises." <laughs> oh my god, it's a bunch of boobs. Oh god, that's a vagina. And you're just like, okay, I know what night I'm in for, and it went from there. It was quite awesome. Yes. Uh, by the way, uh, the food was provided by a couple food trucks. There was sanctuary, and the other one was the Hala. Hala. It was Hala. It was like falafel and heroes and, yeah. and so forth. Uh, and the beer was provided by Grist House. Uh, Grist House out Which we might road. as well
0: skip ahead now because what we're going to do is let's talk about where you should go drink this weekend or this weekend coming up. Um, if the sun continues to shine, head to Grist House. Yes. They have some wonderful kegs on right now and their outside deck is up and running. So I highly recommend if you want to have a summer sipper, bring the puppy.
1: They are dog friendly. They are
0: dog friendly and sit outside and have a beer. They have tons of um, picnic tables to sit at. Big, beautiful, open outdoor. From what dogs. I
1: understand, also, they're kitty friendly as long as your I'm not kitty, bringing the kitty. As long as your kitty can handle
0: I'm not bring, dogs, dogs and
1: people. Yeah,
0: I'm not bringing the cat. <laughs> My cat has anxiety disorder as it is. I, I don't think the cat would survive uh, a trip to the.
1: Brewery. So while we were at the show and we were talking with the guys from Grist House, I asked about one particular beer. They didn't have it that night. If you get a chance and you go to the Grist House Brewery, Hazadelic Juice Grenade is by far slamming. It is a unfiltered IPA uh, full of fruit and flavor. It's a New England style. It's awesome. So please check that out. At the brewery, I know they have it there, and I was told they still have it there. There's a few pubs around town that have it as well. So back to where we usually go, which is
0: where to eat next. Um, we went to Condado's Tacos. Am I pronouncing that right?
1: Condado, 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 Condado.
0: Tacos.
1: So, Tenth and Liberty.
0: We talked about this two weeks ago. Well, you talked about it. But... I talked
1: about it briefly because I stopped for a a uh, quick taco and a beer that was it so
0: okay so i got to try it now um so yes i had a little too much to drink there but there's something about having grand Monnier and tequila with vermouth and bitters at the same time tastes really nice and smooth so uh about <laughs> two or three two those in and then a shot of grandma on top of it and I was the most annoying person on the tea platform that night, so... Which,
1: we ended up not taking the tea. Yeah, thanks,
0: Port Authority, thanks, for not Thanks, Port running. Authority, um,
1: for being broken down that night.
0: Yeah, three uh-huh. going towards North Shore and none coming out. Yeah, right. Um, thanks for their Twitter feed of not updating, too, by the way. Uh, anyways, I digress. So, pro tip, only order two tacos at a time. Correct. We found that out. Found um, out. Eat their Bubba Kush. That was an amazing taco. It was a soft shell and hard shell with beans and rice and all this other stuff. Delicious. Um, I had the pulled pork with garlic sauce, cheese, and lettuce on my soft tacos, which was really, really
1: good. I initially went for the brisket.
0: I initially went for the brisket, and they were
1: sold out. uh, They were sold out of the brisket. So I did a trio of the ghost pepper marinated um, beef, which the ghost pepper, if that scares you. Oh, yeah. Sorry, steak, yes. Um, If the ghost pepper scares you, don't worry too much. It's marinated through. It's a soft, mild burn. Uh, And then I also had a pulled pork and a pulled chicken taco. Um, But like we said, order two at a time uh, because they come out and they're individually wrapped. If you let them sit, like my first one was awesome. My second was good. My third one was a little soggy. soggy. Amanda had the Bubba Kush first and it was amazing for her. And then she got into her other three, and the first one of the three was great. And then the second two were soggy. So order two at a time. The servers don't mind. You might have to wait a little bit. Um, But do two at a time. But do two at a time. Uh, That way it's not so soggy and uh, everything.
0: And I liked the atmosphere. And I said it it didn't look like a downtown Pittsburgh restaurant. It doesn't. You're used to all these downtown Pittsburghs that are fancy-schmancy, small plates, like, high-end cocktails, all this other stuff. No. This place has got, like, spray paint on the walls and brick exterior and, or interior and, like, this, like, it looked like it belonged in Bloomfield next to Howler's. Like, that's honestly where, if this restaurant, if you told me, like, I'm going to take you into a restaurant. And you're going to open your eyes. And you're going to tell me what part of the city you're in. I would have opened my eyes in there and been like, I, I got to be next to Howlers. Like, there's got to be punk music next door. So, honestly, like, I, I, I it didn't look like downtown Pittsburgh and inexpensive. So, the two of us ate with had... what we were
1: you charged for. Because <laughs>
0: there was one round bought by the manager. No big deal. <laughs> but we had um, for the food. Two cocktails each and, um, yeah, and sh- two cocktails each and food. Oh, we had chips and queso too, was $65. So that and and what'd
1: you say about the queso?
0: That I could eat it like ice cream. I yes. could literally sit down there with like a, a spoon and just eat it and
1: in, so, shovel it into so my. How the queso came to the table was in a nice bowl and it had the jalapenos and the seasoning. Drizzled over top of the jalapenos, and they were floating on top. So of course, we stirred them in. Um, of course, Amanda didn't take a big bite of a jalapeno because no, Amanda's um, not dumb. I did,
0: but Amanda's it not
1: dumb. <laughs> but Steve is dumb. I'm not dumb. I like it, <laughs> but it was amazing. It was good. Uh, and like Amanda said, I it was, recommend it. It's highly recommended. You know, sixty bucks. You know there was what six, six, seven tacos and two drinks, sixty bucks.
0: Four drinks because we had two each.
1: Yeah, yeah. Six tacos. Uh, it was. It was seven tacos. Seven tacos
0: and four drinks. Seven
1: tacos, four drinks, and queso. It was sixty. You, you're alive
0: in there. You only had half of your beer so far. I'm good. Okay, wake it up. Woo hoo! <laughs> All right. So, here's the deal. We are going to take a short break right now, and then we're going to get back into where to be seen this week, and we've got a little bit more of our Friday night out in the city. Um, we're going to tell you about an awesome new um, gallery show at Space. Ooh. Hey, this is Matt Geica, the host of your alternative sports talk program on the River's Edge. It's called Gaika's Got Game, and it's every Friday at 7 a.m., I'll give you a peek behind the sports media curtain, zoom out for the big picture, and always obsess over the details of the games, teams, and players we love or love to hate. That's Geikes has Got Game every Friday at 7 on the River's Edge. Okay, now let's get into where to be seen this weekend. So we're going to kick it off with continuing to tell you about our last Friday Night Out and how we stumbled upon this great gallery show. So we are walking down Liberty Avenue um, towards the August Wilson Center and we pass Space Gallery which I've been in a few times. Typically the first Friday of the month when it's gallery crawl, Um, but Space Gallery is usually free to get into. And they have some really, really, really great shows. Some things have been very, very interesting. It's very underground work. Um, I've had a few local friends post in there um, or hang their work in there. Um, So I've been in there a few times. So we have me walking by, and something caught my eye. I don't know if it was the word punk or what, but something caught my eye. And it was like, make your own punk poster. i like... And that's at the point where I turned around and I was like, oh my God, they're having a punk show tonight. Like literally like it was the uh, the opening of the gallery show that night and I, I was, was like
1: also thinking about the music that was pumping outside.
0: I wasn't even listening to the music. I was too busy listening to you
1: talk. I was walking down the street smoking a cigarette. I wasn't <laughs> And talking. we were
0: talking, but at the same time, I was like, oh, my God, they're having, like, a punk show. So I must have said it loud enough that the guy on the other side of the glass had heard me. And he's like, you should come in. And I'm like, isn't it free? And he's like, yeah, 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 come on in. So he met me at the front door. You stayed outside smoking. The gentleman met me at the front door. I wish I knew who it was now. Um, anyways, he starts to tell me about the show. Here it is, a curation of artists. There's probably about 15 artists that were highlighted. Um, It was curated by two people, Dennis Childers and Larry Ripple. And what it is, is it is all pictures from the punk era of Pittsburgh. So we're talking from the 1970s. Um, Some of them were famous. Singers, like Cyndi Lauper, was one of the faces I definitely recognize. I went through the list today of some of the photographs, and I didn't recognize any other names. But some of them were like, but the, the places which were more interesting. So a lot of the pictures were taken at the Electric Banana in Oakland. Um, some of them at um, Market Square, which Market Square in the 70s looks a ton different than Market Square now.
1: It totally does. Um, Market Square looks different now than it did in the 90s and <laughs> yeah, early Yeah, it does.
0: So this is really cool. Like um, The main group that was uh, one of the groups that was really, really photographed, and they had um, their old flyers up on the wall, on this one wall that looked very graffiti-like, um, was called Car Sickness. Now I seriously went to go and Google this group and try to look them up and hear some of their music. I could not find a lick. But apparently they're playing there on April twenty-first for a free show. Ooh. And on the twenty on every Friday from six to nine, as the show goes on through June, will be open jam sessions of punk music. Um Which includes like Dress Up as Natives, Gates of Wrath, Moist, No Shelter, The Five, um, Cardboards. um, Those are just some of them. Um, They said they're going to have open mics on Friday nights. But cars like this is going to pay on the 21st. Um, I could not find anything about them except for the fact that they are seriously tied to Electric Banana. Like so much so that the owner... The lead singer of the car sickness or something like that was one of the ones that spearheaded the electric banana becoming so popular. Um, Yeah, like it was this huge like history lesson that I had to have online about punk rock in the 70s. So anyways, this show is really, really interesting. If you like photography, you like punk rock, it is um, really cool to see classic, classic Pittsburgh um, and this kind of like the era that was very blue collar in pittsburgh which was the 70s um 70s in pittsburgh was very blue collar however if you were in your 20s or a teenager in the 70s it was very much of so this type of rock and roll rebellious kind of scene in pittsburgh so there's some definite really really cool photographs um like I said, I didn't notice anybody famous other than the Cindy Lauper one. Um, and going through here, I don't recognize too much of these names. The artists that were, that took these photographs, some of them were in the house the opening night. So that was really, really cool. Um, anyways, it's a retrospective of music and the arts during the fall of the Industrial Revolution, opening the door to the vibrant arts community Pittsburgh has today. It's called Non-Punk Pittsburgh. It is... April 7th through June 18th at Space, which is 812 Liberty Avenue. You can check out spacepittsburgh.org for more information. So I kind of want to go
1: that night that they're there.
0: Anyway, so we're going to move on to the next (laughs) one. You (laughs) just want to go to all the events, and I can't take you to all of them. I know. Um,
1: I can't go to all of them.
0: um, Anyways, so also on the bill coming up, Wiggle Whiskey does is still continuing their five-year anniversary um, with five weeks of fun and interesting things to do. Um, let me see what this week is. Um, and I accidentally opened that already. By the way, coming on the 21st is their grand opening party of their new tap room in the Omni William Penn. So... Um, Make sure you get tickets to that. But this week for the celebration, we have uh, Paris and Pittsburgh Press Pomenu Release Party on April 14th from 6 to 9 at the Distillery. So mark that on your calendar. Get tickets now. Check out WiggleWhiskey.com for that. Um, And again... Mark it on your calendar for the tap room while you're there. Get tickets to that, too. We're going to be Instagramming from there on the 19th. Um, so make sure that you have uh, us on your Instagram feed, Bold Pittsburgh. So.
1: Check us out, Yens. Jeez. What? You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Yeah, you're not going to. we a Pittsburgh hear. show. All right.
0: <laughs> because you're just adding little tidbits here and there that have nothing to do
1: with what we're actually doing. We're adding. not scripted <laughs> to begin with. You're looking at me like we're scripted right now.
0: Anyways, next, Pittsburgh Public Theater had a great run with Daddy Long Legs. Up next is Death of a Salesman. This is a great story. It does start next week. Um... The April 23rd, I want to say. So make sure you grab your tickets to that now if you've ever wanted to see Death of a Salesman we'll multiple times and showings throughout the next
1: month. Well, see, I know nothing about this show, but Death of a Salesman thinks to me that my dad's going to die because he's a salesman, and I don't want that to happen. You're not
0: allowed to drink the rest of the night. You've seriously had half of a beer.
1: and you. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. Stop I con- talking. I contradicted. Stop talking. Stop talking. I contradicted. Uh, stop talking.
0: Okay, next is um <laughs> the next multiple choice project for the Cultural Trust is the Kajou Big Battle. So make sure you pick up tickets to that. If you liked hearing about what how much fun we had at Shakespeare, this is your next event to go to party, have a food truck, And, um, see a show or do all four. If you just decide to have food, by the way, it's free. So the trucks are around the back. You can just walk up and get a food truck. I don't know who's going to be there. I don't know also who the brewery is. They don't tell us until we get there. Um, trying to see what else we have going on. Uh, the Entice One Fashion Show is coming up also in, um... I don't have anything. Pittsburgh is dope. So this is coming up. Saturday, May 13th at Ace Hotel will include food, drinks, fashion, and local art and more. So make sure that you um, come out to this show. Uh, The Entice One Fashion Show is from 8 to 9. And then the showcase is from 9 to 11, which is open to the public. Um, Just a little heads up. Epic Prom has Been canceled, so that's sad. Um, if you did sign up for that, it is now canceled. Um, they did not give a reason. Um, I imagine that ticket sales were one of them. Uh, also, on May 13th is also Melvale Music Festival. I hope you're staying tuned to boldpgh.com. We are releasing artists all the time that are going to be on the show. So if you go and look at our special Melville Music Festival page, we have started to list some of the musicians that will be performing during the Melville Music Festival. Um, Also, last but not least, is one more event that we just found out about today. Oh, actually, I got two. Uh, Bricolage has a new um, pop-up series, Immersive Encounters. Shrouded in Secrecy IE has been selling out with an ne- underground network of patrons, The Ascendants, April 21st through May 14th. Um so this is interesting. I haven't really read into it too much, but if you like immersive encounters, the ascendants, um go check out bricolage.com. And SporkMade. How would you like to go have some food, wine pairings, and everything? Um, I'm going to look this up a little bit more because I don't have too much information on it. And then the date is April 25th. But if you you need to get tickets in advance, tickets are $50. Um, (laughs) If you like spork, this is a... Five-course event featuring homemade pasta with set, with chef Christian Frank Giedis. I'm sorry if I butchered that. Uh, April 25th, experience a five-course spork-made pasta event. The menu will feature the best of spork, fresh-made in-house pastas, house-cured and smoked meats, and even our version of the Pittsburgh cookie table. Each course will be paired with a complementing wine... And a special story will accompany each course. Join Chef Christian and the rest of the Spork team on this special evening where you can experience the very best of Spork. Tickets are fifty dollars. Seeing is limited. Please reserve your seat by the twenty-first. Um, check it out online at on Facebook, Spork Made or at um Talent Shadows Events. Uh, Just look up Spork Made on there. So that is um, it for events. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. We have Craft Beer Week also coming up, which is April 20th, uh, 21st through the 30th. And there is a ton of events going on with this. There is a Keglet Scavenger Hunt is coming back once again this year, um, where they're going to have Keglets of pig iron beer Hidden and a scavenger hunt, so you'll have to follow them on social media for the clues on where they're hidden. Then we have all of the collaborations. So it's kicking off at the 11th Hour in Reclamation Brewing um, with a dry hopped ghost that is yet to be named. Um, City Works, which is the newest place with lots of um, taps, is doing try these beers for a chance to win Ford Pirates tickets box seats. Tapping April 21st from 4 to 6. They got The Crew from Dry Lag, uh, Undead Unicorn by House. I love that name. Um, the Seth Rogenbire by Penn and Allegheny, North Country's Belgian Sour Raspberry Porta, uh, Rheingeis, Bubbles, Rose Cider, and the Boulder Mojo Risen will be on. Um, oh,
1: yeah. Mojo Risen. So I'm talking about. Give me some of that. I swear to God, you interrupt me one more time tonight, and I'm going to send I'm you sorry, it's my room. favorite beer, so I'm drinking on tonight. I don't care, I don't tonight. care, I don't care, I don't care. I'm drinking that beer on the air tonight.
0: <laughs> um, Caliente locations will be the unofficial kickoff of, um, uh, PCBW week, um, where you can get your official pint glass. Pennsylvania Tap Takeover will be going on, um... How oh there's so much going on! Bird of Beers release party that actually looks kind of cool. Imperial Honey Porter aged in bourbon barrels, uh, including Apis Meadery. Uh, That's gonna happen at Spoonwood. Um, We got a breakfast beer donut pairing and brunch. Um, Record store day oh that sounds really cool. We got Pancake Apocalypse. Brunch and burger, um, third annual crush the pin. Oh, pig Iron's got a bunch of stuff going on. I could just go through this, but there is way too much. Um, again, so uh, maybe we'll moose and brews. I don't even moose and brews. There we go. Um, bring pairing glass B- between the two fermenters. Three.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: So With basically,
1: so basically, we're looking at. All the local Pittsburgh breweries, as well as the Pittsburgh brew bars that are known, Pig Iron Caliente, uh, Huffs, I'm sure, is doing some stuff. Um, City Works is doing some stuff um, for the for the brews to get tasted and enjoyed. You know? I mean, these are. That's like
0: the worst sentence you could say. <laughs>
1: hey,
0: you know what? Calm down there, Boy Scout. Anyways, check out um, Pittsburgh Craft Beer Week uh, website for all the events. Stay tuned to their Facebook page because I'm sure they're all on there as Facebook events that you could just like and then push through to your calendar so that you know what you're going to go see and do. and we're going to take an, our last break and remember whatever happens after this is not safe for work. Please put on your headphones, shoot your boss out of the room, and tuck yourself away into the bathroom to listen if you can't listen at work. So uh, we'll be back after these words.
1: They did leech people up until, yeah, like 1910 or so, I think. That... How do you
0: know that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he like till 1910 or so. Well,
0: it's for I used to get girls till 1910 or so. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have girls give me booty calls till 1910 or so.
1: Hey, Money Banks. Tune in to Funny Money at 7 a.m. Thursdays. Did you hear Tom? He said 7 a.m. Tune in.
0: All right. We're back for the last part, the not safe for work um, I may not let Steve talk about at all about this because he can't form a sentence anymore tonight.
1: I can form a sentence. What are you talking about? Tonight? Yeah, see, exactly. Hey, my God, We're yes. sorry that his
0: five brain cells are fighting tonight on, on air. Really? Yeah, really.
1: Anyway, what are we going to be talking about on He Says, She Said? First of all, say it right. He said... She said,
0: "There you go." So, anyways, so NBC debuted their fifth their um their show First Date this week, and apparently there was some hilarious outtakes of it. Um, did you see the previews for the show at all?
1: Not low. I haven't seen anything on this show.
0: So the idea to this show is is that um they built a restaurant. Okay. And then they invited people there for their blind dates and they filmed it. Okay. And hilarity ensued. Like, for instance, uh, like, um, the one guy, the one girl was like, What impact will you have on society? And he was like, I want to own a tiger. And she's like, That's illegal.
1: You know? (laughs) Well, Um, I mean, unless you're Mike Tyson, then you can own a tiger. I mean.
0: Yeah, I guess, whatever. So, I mean, hilariously ensued. So, I was going to spin this into, have you ever had a blind date?
1: Um, honestly, I've had three blind dates. So. <laughs>
0: Alright, three.
1: I've had wow. three blind dates.
0: That's a record. Yeah. So, um, did any turn into a meaningful relationship?
1: Um, one. Really? One turned into a meaningful relationship.
0: And that was it? That was it. How did the other two end?
1: Um. The really? handshake? Uh, or
0: did you dine and dash?
1: No. Not, uh, oh, after last week, no. I did not dine and dash. If you listened last week, we talked about the dine and dash. bullshit. But no. Um, no dine and dashes. The other two ended a probably... About a week later, so...
0: Oh, so they weren't... So they actually blossomed into something, but not anything long-term. They, yeah. Like, they blossomed did. into a phone call the next day, maybe another date, and then they ended.
1: Um, I went by the swingers mode, three sun-ups, so, yeah. Oh, so you
0: didn't even call them for three days.
1: Boom. Yeah, the movie Swingers. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry yeah. I'm dating a pig. Ugh.
0: I'm so sorry I'm dating a pig.
1: Yeah,
0: well, I wake up every morning and question my femininity and my morals. Uh, Trust me. Don't worry, Pittsburgh. I
1: really do. Well, this was also before we were together. So,
0: <laughs> well, I would hope um, so.
1: But Seriously? But no, really. Um, three blind dates. One ended up being substantial? Sub- substantial? meaningful meaningful okay like
0: meaningful as engagement ring or meaningful as in
1: years meaningful in years okay all right um the other two were you know sun-ups there you go
0: whoa make it sound like you have one night stands with them and then dump them in the morning
1: well, okay, Vince Vaughn in Swingers was awesome. Like that movie to <sighs> oh, me sorry, is like, guys,
0: sorry, I'm sorry, guys once <laughs> again. If you are a lady friend of mine and you're listening, I question my femininity every morning that I wake up. But the movie
1: Swingers was awesome
0: for I don't guys. Disagree. Come on, I don't disagree. However, <laughs> ladies can pull that shit too.
1: Uh, and they do. <laughs> so, how about your dates?
0: I honestly can't remember blind dates. I remember one. Um, I remember one. I don't remember. I'm sure I've had others. Like, uh, you know, the girlfriend is dating a guy. And, like, she's like, oh, just come out on the date with us. And he'll bring his friend. I'm I'm sure I've had that scenario quite a few times. Um, I don't really remember them. um, But I do remember... So back in the day of AOL chat room,
1: wow. Ah,
0: uh, yes, we're talking when I was sixteen. That's like
1: pre-internet.
0: No, because there had to be internet for the AOL chat room. So no, um, <laughs> pre-Facebook and MySpace, but it, there was still internet. You had to, of course, listen to the and annoying dial-up and. Up all and that. You had to like, um, if you wanted to have a cyber relationship, like you met somebody in a chat room to continue that conversation, you had to make a private chat room and you had to agree to meet there every night at a certain time to continue the conversation. Um, It wasn't anything like, um, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I had no idea anything about the guy other than we had been talking online for like months um he lived about forty-five minutes away from Pittsburgh. I believe north. So we're talking above Slippery Rock. Um and he drove to my McDonald's that I worked at when I was sixteen. Wow. On a higher boulevard. You were sixteen. <laughs> yes. I'm just
1: asking, yeah, you were in the 16? blind date. Oh. Yes,
0: at some point in my life I had to be sixteen. It was twenty years ago exactly. Twenty one years ago. I
1: remember her at sixteen.
0: Knockout. Well, thank you for that. Anyways, um, I remember him showing up. I remember him driving all the way down there. I remember him giving me flowers. He walked into McDonald's with roses. I remember us going to the Eden Park to have dinner, and then I remember nothing. I remember being the most awkward date ever in my life. Huh. I remember shortly after that I left the chat room deal for like quite a while. But um, for the longest time that was like my thing was every night I would sign on and talk to this guy for like hours and then when we met face to face nada. No
1: chemistry, no nothing. Um, You know what? I've never met anyone live that I am in a chat room. Also, really? Also, I've Never been on a chat room, so I mean.
0: Well, you have to understand. Like back then, it was like the internet wasn't scary, and like you never knew who you were in a chat room with, and blah blah blah. Like you had to. There was all these secret codes, and like, do you remember that? Like you had to write like your yeah your yeah, name the, or your um age, sex, something else. There was like, and you would put slashes in between them. Right. So you'd always write like yeah. sixteen F P A. Oh, it was. State. So you would write like sixteen F P A and then like and it wasn't scary, so like if you talked to somebody else, you were like, Hey It was
1: like 16 slash slash B A slash
0: I just said that. No, it was age sex yeah state. That's exactly what it was. And you put slashes in between and everybody in the chat would, would ramble off their age. They would do a check every probably 20 minutes on who was still in the chat room. And then you could pull somebody off and go and have a, a talk with them in another chat room. And you could make chat rooms. Anyways, I spent a lot of time on the internet in high school.
1: Well, that was dial I up, right? Yes. I honestly have never, never met anyone from the internet. That I've talked to on the internet and met them. That actually shocks me that you met people on the internet outside the internet. Because
0: now, today, I hate the internet. I absolutely hate social media. I only use social media to promote this podcast and my blog. Other than that, I wouldn't be on it.
1: I mean, wow. I honestly hate it. Wow.
0: Nowadays, it's scary. Back then, the internet wasn't scary.
1: Well, in the 90s, the internet was, you know, created by Al Gore. So, who cares? What? Well, Al Gore created the internet, if you didn't know oh that. Oh, my God.
0: I swear to but God, anyway. I apologize the world tonight that his three brain cells are now fighting. Seriously, Al Gore did not invent the internet. And neither did Steve Jobs. Uh. So, anyways. I did, however... Do my first dial up into AOL chat room on a Macintosh. I mm. will say that. I will go on there record saying that I was probably the only one in my high school that owned a Macintosh in our house.
1: Rich family. No, I Boom. wasn't rich.
0: I wasn't rich. Daddy went to computer shows and bought it and like traded stuff for it. There you go. Yeah.
1: But anyways. anyways.
0: Whew. So you picked the next topic. Which I'm afraid to even hear. Um, so the question is: Is how? So it's so funny that we went from um, first dates and blind dates to how do you end your first date?
1: How do you end a first date? With how a hand- do you end a first date?
0: Two ways: either the handshake or breakfast.
1: Are you cooking breakfast?
0: No, I'm eating breakfast.
1: Ha. <laughs> so,
0: it depends on what part of my life you were in. Um if you met me in college, you were making me breakfast. Right? If you met me in high school, it was a handshake. How about me you now? Well, that I've been in two serious relationships since, since my 20s, so I'm like pretty much so done.
1: If I met you at Except a bar, for now,
0: right now, I, right now I'm regretting everything. I may be single tomorrow. I'm sorry, world. I really am.
1: Uh, Amanda's breaking up with me on the air, but anyway, <laughs> Amanda just wants you to
0: make coherent
1: sentences at this point. So, no, really. Um, how to end a first date? So, as a guy, uh,
0: oh, you were about to ask me a hypothetical, though.
1: I was. I was
0: at uh, now at this current state in my life. Let's see. <clears throat> I'm almost 40. I am divorced. Um if I was single right now, it would go one of two ways. It depends on who how comfortable I was with you or if what I felt like doing. Honestly like the whole, like, slut-shaming thing is so taboo when past your 35 mark that it becomes more of, like, a thing for one-night stands. Like, it's no longer a slut-shaming thing. It's more of a woman empowerment thing when you have one-night stands past 35.
1: Right. Um, it, it, it does. Like, I, I see it. Plus, there's not
0: that whole, like,
1: locker room
0: talk the next morning. Like, when you're in high school and college... And you bag a chick and then you wake up the next morning. There's a whole bunch of high fives, locker room talk, bullshit. That doesn't happen in your, 30, your late 30s and 40s. There is no watercolor talk on who you bagged last night. Um, that doesn't happen. So as far as I'm concerned, like if I take you home that night or I go back to your place with you, it's pretty much so like I just wanted to get some and then I wanted breakfast in the morning. Um, probably if I was single right now, I would have no problem doing the Walk of Shames in the morning. Um, I would be totally that one, like, walking around downtown in, like, socks and a dress. Like, just trying to catch the trolley home. Um, um, on the flip side of it, I probably would be looking for something really serious. So it would just be kind of like the vibe I'm getting if this was, like, hit it and quit it. And I was getting that vibe from you, I would understand it. But if you were, like, seriously, like, oh, I love you. Let's, like, make this serious. And then I hit it and you quit it, I would be, like, now I'm turned off about the whole idea. Um, when I was in college, there was no slut-shaming going on. No. um There was more of a shocked factor in the early 2000s. Like... If you were still having one night stands in the early two thousands, there was like the shockness about it, like that's so like weird because those don't exist anymore. Um, guess what? I they fully still existed. Um, you went out, you got high, and you got naked. Um, plain and simple. Um, nowadays I just feel like it. it. Yes, I'd still be safe about it. Yes, I'd still probably carry condoms on top of the fact that I have birth control. But the fact is is that it, it just would be dependent. And plus, I also feel like I wouldn't be dating. I'm at a point in my life that if I didn't have you, I would probably be super single, living alone. Like, be okay every night reading books and watching TV.
1: Well, I mean, it took this to a different level, but okay. Um... So it either end with a handshake or like a, um,
0: that's cool. And then I would, but I probably wouldn't even get to the end of the date. Like I'd be so bored and annoyed with them at that point that I'd probably be like, I'm gonna go to a bookstore. See you later, because that's more entertaining than dating well, anymore.
1: How I end a first date would be pretty much. Oh, here we go. A uh, a hug, and a. You know, hey, we'll see you later, and so forth. Or, I just threw a big load on your back. So.
0: You can't say you, that on the air! I
1: can, damn it. No,
0: you have to say, that's pig headed.
1: I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry, world. He is yeah. horrible right now.
1: I- I'm horrible. I'm fired. But anyway. You know what?
0: It would either be a hug and a nice, I'll talk to you later, or a wham, bam, slam, thank you, ma'am.
1: That's a more nicer way of saying it uh, than
0: I'm going to put my load on your back. Seriously? Don't talk to women like that. I just got
1: hit. You just got
0: the nose out again. That's twice in one
1: episode. Wow. You don't Mm -hmm. talk to women like that. I don't talk to women like that. You don't treat women like that either. I don't either. Right in the heat of the moment, it's awesome, but... Oh
0: my God, I'm so sorry. See, this gets dark every fucking time.
1: Yeah, but no, really, a uh, first okay, date, but,
0: okay, but that was your 20s. Honestly, would you act that way now?
1: No, really, I'm almost 40, so... Uh, <laughs> how I would date a woman now... Which is completely different.
0: People, you have to understand. <laughs> when we were in our twenties, it was the years like two thousand to 2007. and like seven. Okay, like no,
1: who's ninety seven to like two thousand five? No, I didn't about.
0: turn twenty until nineteen ninety
1: nine. Well, that's your fault. But anyway, you
0: were twenty in nineteen ninety nine. Also, we're the same yeah, age. Of fruitcake.
1: I know, but.
0: So, from um, that age to about 2009, we were in our 20s. So, honestly, dudes, like, and when we talk about how bad we were, it was in our early 20s. Like, we're talking to 23 or
1: 24. Yes.
0: Maybe you a little longer, because yes. you're a horrible specimen of a human being. I
1: am a horrible specimen of a being. I mean, Jesus Christ.
0: <sighs> the shit I've done. Uh, not safe for, no, we're not talking about that on the air. No.
1: Oh, we're already on that...
0: No. No, no, no. Portion. And I will cut this uh, off right now. Okay.
1: Hey, wait. If hey, you were dating wait. now, oh. what would it
0: be like? No, I'm not even going to let you finish the fucking no. sentence. Nope.
1: No. Nope. Nope. Zip, 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 zip it. Nope. Anyway. How the, would you
0: finish a date now?
1: How would I finish a date now? Would be Being like... Being
0: divorced and
1: older. Um, honestly, it would be... After dinner, after drinks, it would be a hey, um, you know what? This is a great evening. Um sorry. A fake out handshake where you gotta like
0: brush your hand through your hair. Like oh No,
1: no, 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 no
0: not like that. <laughs> I'm messing oh, with you. By guys. the way,
1: great move. <laughs>
0: but thanks. But, That's um, one of my favorites.
1: <laughs> but um no, it'd be like um, I might call you later. I'm Um, not. But right now, I'm I'm not feeling this. So, what if uh, you were
0: feeling it? Would you go in for the kiss?
1: Uh, I might go in for the kiss, but honestly, like women in their mid to late thirties and to early forties, and guys in their mid to late thirties and early forties, they're in it for the fuck. No, they're not. No, they are. No, they
0: are. Okay, but there's two types. Either they are still sing, or they they are single and they're looking for their forever husband, or they've already been there, done that, got the t-shirt. Yeah. And yes, they're just yeah. looking. They are what we call DFT.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or DTF. DTF. You're either DTF
0: Boom. or you're DTM. Down to marry or down to fuck. At this age in your life, that is what you're down for. It, it, it's, it's the truth. Dating in your 30s is very different than dating in your 20s. You are either in for that one night stand and then eat breakfast the next morning. Or you're totally down to get hitched and ride the baby train back to retirement.
1: Fuck the baby train. What? Down to fuck or down to hitch? I'm cool with. Either one of those two. I'm cool with it. Like, literally, you want to go out one night, boom, 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 and have some fun. Let's get down. We had it. We good. Done. Over with. Hey, you know what? The helicopter flew over my building. Uh, it's time to get home. All right. Either you go home or I go home. All right.
0: What does a helicopter flying over a building have to do with anything? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I
0: apologize once again. Um, that's now two brain cells that are fighting.
1: No, I used to hook up with a chick in Oakland that the helicopter flew over a building. So, <laughs> um, yeah. And when the helicopter flew over, she was like, ah, it's time to get home. I'm like, all right, cool. That was in the 90s. But anyway, so...
0: I also feel like dating in your 30s, there's just no bullshit. So at the end of the date, it's either um, I would like to go upstairs and have a nightcap or it's like, this was cool, but I'm not feeling it. So peace out. Like, I feel like that actually is a thing in in your 30s. You know
1: what? Here's what needs to happen. Be honest with each other, you fucks. Oh my Come god! On.
0: Right now, can you not insult our audience for no, like five seconds?
1: No, I'm not. I'm not insulting them. I'm saying be honest with each other, you fucks. That's all I said. Because everybody needs to be honest with each other.
0: Why you can't take any honesty?
1: I take a lot of honesty, and I give you a lot of honesty, and you tell me like "fuck you," you're wrong. I'm like, no. So,
0: <laughs> I do have to admit that we were very honest in the beginning of our relationship. Now, not so much.
1: Heard. <laughs>
0: I just don't like talking. Exactly. I'm now to the point in my life where I'm ready to read a book and cuddle up with the cat every night. And everything else is just an
1: annoyance. She is.
0: So, yeah. Anyways... I think we should end it on that note. So, if you have a topic, if you said she said topic, that you'd like us to talk about, shoot us over to it. All of our contact information is at boldpgh.com. And if you have an event that you'd like us to cover, please send it over to boldpgh at, or boldpittsburgh at gmail.com.
1: And if you have some fun, crazy, interesting things going on, whether it's parties. I just said that at an event. Whether it's parties. I just said that. I'm getting there. Damn. No.
0: You should have said, if you have a place you'd like us to eat at, or a beer you'd love us to try, also reach out to us. Because we're going to talk about it here on the air. Or some
1: That's great... That's what you should have said. Yeah.
0: That's or, what you should have said.
1: Ah! Yeah. I'm going to douse
0: them with water
1: soon. Or some, like, great orgies or some shit Oh going my god, I'm going to punch
0: you. Oh, i getting beat. No! Ah! I just beat him with a water bottle, and we're done. Uh, on that note, you really took the not safer work and ex- accelerated. It. We're gonna have to have grown up talk after this.
1: Uh oh. Uh oh. He's in trouble.
0: All right, Yin's guys, check us out next week, and always here at the river's edge. Say good night, Frenchie.
1: Good night, Frenchie.
0: Thanks for tuning in to us. Check us out at BoldPGH on Twitter, Bold Pittsburgh on Facebook and Instagram, and always at BoldPGH.com. Listen to us always at TheRiver'sEdgePGH.com or every Wednesday at 9 a.m. at the River's Edge Radio Station. Have a great weekend. Thank you.